Hey everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. This episode, we're going back into the Perfect Concert playlist. And frankly, this is gonna be a new thing for us. We kind of were just filling time, me and John, until the next season was ready. So we did like five or six of these. But uh, my oldest, well, no, Robert's my oldest friend. I, uh, you're my second oldest friend. And by that, I mean you're 700 years old. <laughs> you're a Highlander. <laughs> Technically, I'm the oldest in age, but- Oh, right. okay, well. Um, <laughs> We're recording this on the 30th anniversary of us becoming friends. He didn't, I don't think he remembers this. Do you remember this? I do not remember this. Is this the day we was this the ping pong day or was it was, it was a pickleball? <laughs> it was pickleball day, I thought. Maybe it was ping pong. But uh, everybody, Ron is my uh, oldest and dearest, uh, with the exception of Robert, of course. But um, he's got two years on you, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a, I'll, I'll survive. Um, so we, uh, we both, did we both fail pre-algebra? No, we both failed algebra one or something like that. And then our classes got shifted around. So we both ended up in a new gym class yeah. together. And then right after, yeah, yeah we, we got along so well playing pickleball. We're talking about music and movies and what we loved and everything <laughs> like that. And lo and behold, <laughs> as soon as gym class is over, I go to pre-algebra. And who is also the new addition to this class? <laughs> Raul Millingham. <laughs> Raul Millingham, which I thought was his name for the first week. <laughs> um, but we sat together and we proceeded to annoy the shit out of everybody around us because all we did was talk about heavy metal and movies and stuff like that. <laughs> Number one girl. <laughs> probably probably why we were in that class again. Huh? <laughs> Because we talk about things like that instead of paying attention. Yeah, Probably well, we also we had the worst teacher. He did not care. He didn't teach us anything. Do you remember no. anything at all? I think he all he did was just go, uh, study this, turn this in, you're good. And then he would just sip coffee. And he had the worst breath. Oh, my God, the worst. I think someone pulled a prank on him and put some, like, toothpaste on his desk and he got really pissed and left. <laughs> What was his name again? I, I don't know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna open myself up legally. <laughs> like that. No, this is true. So yeah, let's not do that, uh, I, Mr. Bad Breath. Um, yes, I, I'm almost certain he he's probably gone by now. That guy was in his fifties. He was way past giving a crap about teaching. But um, some of the things that I love about that class was the girl who turned to us one day and goes, "Do you guys ever actually do homework in here? Or you just talk about movies all day?" And we kind of looked at each other. And we said, no, we just kind of talk about movies all day. <laughs> like, okay, just wanted to clarify. Yeah, just oh, okay, good, thank you. Um, I still love the fact there's this girl who walked past us, and this is towards the end of the year. She looks at the two of us talking because we got there early, and she goes, "You guys are in this class, huh?" And I was like, "That was rude." <laughs> <laughs> well, looking back, was that a bad huh or just a? Uh... No, no. If you knew the person, <laughs> she was very narcissistic, uppity kind of pain in the ass girl. But um, uh, gotcha. that started decades of friendship. And yes, we haven't seen each other in almost twenty years. And I'm trying to rectify that, people. But apparently, the house buying gods are really starting to get uh, in the way. <laughs> uh, you're not the only ones going through this issue, thankfully. That's, but I, I gotta say, thankfully, that's a bad thing. But... You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It could be a werewolf problem that we're dealing with. Yeah, I keep trying to get over to your house, but I keep getting mauled by werewolves. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do something about that? <laughs> um, so it's what one we thing do on this... I always hated was all the dang vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, this is uh, what's year six of us recording together, uh, almost seven now. 
is uh, he came to fill in when my friend Jacob, who was a regular co-host, who still is a regular co-host, but he was like the only co-host, uh, had a, a lot of extra work to do at his uh, warehouse. So Ron stepped in. It's been it, sometimes it's challenging for us to get episodes together, and I think a lot of it was because we were both getting bored with the sci-fi thing. It's a lot of work. The sci-fi thing was so much work. And, you know, finding the shows, picking them, how many episodes do we watch, and then how do we discuss that? And it's just, so that's pretty much, unless you find something special we forgot about, that's done. So the perfect concert playlist is what we're going to do for a while, and I think this is going to be a lot easier and a lot more fun for us. I believe so. I agree. I concur. And it's not just discovering the hits that you or rediscovering the hits you already knew it's also finding right. new things buried in because a lot of these bands i only know like the main stuff that plays on the radio but then you get to go into their uh discography and like oh okay so there's more than four well-known songs you know we got 20 things or so that are really worthy and then we mm-hmm. basically we choose either two or three bands based on how much we think we'll be able to get out of them we the rule is 20 songs we can have an encore if we want uh that's up to that's player's choice uh, so this episode we're choosing uh, Foreigner, Sticks, and Journey in the order that we want. Total of 20 songs. And uh, I didn't flip a quarter, but uh, you're the oldest, so you go first. I, I, okay. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my birthday was a couple days ago. Your birthday's coming up in a couple weeks. So, uh, oh, my gosh. This will be an early birthday gift to you. <laughs> oh, be over that 45 mark yeah i know oh, it's wait, really weird to think 45 that's what i turned he's, he's gonna be 46 but um 46 i swear to god we were just in college like that was yeah i hear you it's so weird to think that we weren't just uh horsing around and pretending to do homework and barely managing <laughs> and paying for it I still, feel, I still feel like we graduated or graduated high school 20 years ago yeah, well, I just remember the days the days of wandering around Vincent's University, and then off, you know, we'd wander into town, and that was just a normal thing. We'd walk all over town and just discover the world and hang out. We hung out at train stations at midnight on a Saturday. Uh, we would hang out by the water and sing songs while people yelled at us for being too loud across the river. <laughs> it just feels like it was so recent. It's just weird. Now your kid's in college. What is going on? <laughs> That's how you do that now. I, I, I'd be worried yeah. <laughs> if my kid was running around like we were running oh, around. Oh, like yeah. Anyway. Pennies right, on the train tracks road, to see but... if they shoot. Do you remember that? What? We used to put pennies on the train tracks and see if they would shoot oh, yeah. out or they flatten them or whatever, and they just got shook off because, you know, we didn't tape them down. We're dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, you were dumb. Can you imagine when we have one of those guys should got like right in, you know, through somebody's skull? Oh god, that's some Final Destination stuff right there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, let's plant some peas. This would be a very different episode. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't be able to remember anything. (laughs) No, it's like what was I? Goldfish memory. Uh, Yeah, it's already bad enough at our age anyway. Seriously, it's rough. Okay, so you're gonna go first. (laughs) Which uh, which band do you start off with? Well, honey, back in my day. Um, okay, so, you know, as, as always, these are, uh, we're going to miss things that other people really love, but this is what I love, so deal. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to start off with, it. I can't help it, Foreigner, Foreigner's where I'm going to start, and I'm probably going to pick a lot of songs that most people would pick. Um, I'm kind of a B-Sides kind of guy, so I got at least one of those in here, but or an older one at least, but I'm going to start off with Urgent, of course. We have to have urgent. 
because we, we urgently have to have urgent. Sorry. <laughs> Just beat this one in the ground, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I'm a dad now. I got to do the stupid yes, jokes. Anyway. I, I was so offended when someone said I did dad jokes, and then like two years later I realized, yeah, I'm going to embrace the dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, man. Uh, jukebox heroes, and there's no specific order, obviously. Um, one I'm pulling out of the uh, the archives a little bit would be uh, Star Rider. Yeah, I don't it's know. Very, that one. very. Do you know that? I, no. I think you know it if you listen to it. Okay. Um, it's got kind of a storytelling type of vibe to it. A lot of the '70s songs back in the day had. Loved it. I had this whole thing, and we'll get there. If, if we ever cover Boston, I'll have to do that. Maybe I shouldn't reveal too much but they were really big in the whole storytelling thing or the continuation type of thing and we're like i had so much to say about it and i realized i was going down the wrong path Ron. <laughs> we're not doing boston uh anyway that leads me to song number four i was a long long way from home okay. uh, <laughs> uh let's just move on down the list i want to know what love is yes i know it's kind of sappy oh we saw uh, that in concert did i tell you this uh, about What's five that? years ago, and they had the entire high school choir come out and sing that with them as the last song. What? Yeah, it's great. And that's what they do. Every time they go on tour, they uh, try to get a local school to bring their chorus in, and then they join in on the last song. They did a lot. Was it Foreigner? Honestly, a lot of the bands have probably done a lot with symphonies and stuff like that, at least yeah. in their later years, and I love that. Um Moving out of my ballad, uh, going on to like a single. I got another, actually, Break It Up uh, by Foreigner as well, before we get too far in there. They got a really awesome bass and a, a lot of breaks in that song. It just seemed like it would be a blast to listen to live. Um, and then moving on from there to Lou Graham singles. I got Midnight Blue. Yeah. Probably pretty much a mainstay for him. And then going to what we were talking about earlier about uh, Lost Boys. I don't know if we were talking about yeah, that on air or off we air. Were, but, uh, I um, actually don't know if we were. I, I think it was before we recorded. What's that? I think it was before we hit record. Before we hit record. So we were talking about how much we love Lost Boys. And this is off of that al al album, uh, Lost in the Shadows by Lou Graham. And uh, we'll just do band by band. Uh, no, then, uh, well, do you want to do the whole 20 and then I'll do 20 or do you want to do band, like you do a band, I'll do a band? Well, I guess it ruins the uh, organization, huh? We didn't, we should have discussed this beforehand. Go ahead and do your whole 20 because I think it, people's I'm minds are going to be 20. confused. Yeah. All right, whole 20. Moving on to Sticks. Perfect intro for Sticks to come on stage would be AD 1928, leading right into Rockin' the Paradise. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, Mr. Roboto's got to be in there. Too much time on my hands. I'm learning that on bass right now. It's kicking my butt, but I'm oh, going to yeah, stick to cool. it. <laughs> Edge of the Century, uh, Renegade. Uh, obviously, all these are like top t top 10, you know, the greatest hits. But... Well, there's a reason. Yeah, I mean, people get mad if we add just like mostly the known hits, but I mean, there's a reason why they're the known hits. Because they're good. There's a reason they yeah. get the top 10 in the charts. I mean, or some of these may not have, but... Uh, but I got a show, and I don't know if I'm right on this or not. I think a lot of people probably would be, disagree with me, but I like Show Me the Way. Uh, that's when they came back onto the charts in 1990 after like seven years off. Yeah. It. And I love that album. I think I don't know if I actually bought the album, but I have the single. Remember those? The cassette singles. 
It's like the for those of you who don't know, those are like things we pay way too much money for. Anyway, no, you'd have one song on one side and then another song from the album on the other side, and and you'd get those in the mail every now and again, or you'd buy them for like a dollar or whatever. Oh, if you're Um, smart, you did. Yeah, sometimes I paid like four or five dollars for a single. Dumb. Yeah, exactly. But we were young and dumb. But but, I mean, that was off edge of the century, and uh, that's why I like. I mean that I I don't have to look into this. I have to dig this tape out, but I think that is actually the song that was on the other side of "Show Me the Way," <laughs> which may or may not be the right, considering that was the name of the album. Maybe not. I don't know how they do that. But uh, moving on, I only had a few songs in there, but I think I think if they jump into these, especially like Mr. Roboto, they'll probably drag it out. They'll they'll make a show of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I've only got six songs there, technically seven if you count the intro there. Uh, Journey. Journey, Journey, Journey. The only band that I, I didn't no listen idea to Journey growing was up. that old. Did you, did you know, did you listen to all these bands growing up? Because I, I never listened to Journey. I knew all of them, like on the radio, but my parents had Sticks and Foreigner. Yeah, I did. Uh, I look back, I think you met last once. Uh, he was my, uh, my little sister's dad. And he was big in all these bands. Uh, so my mom was more, I mean, she liked some of them, I would imagine as well, but for the most part, she was more like soft rock, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yacht rock type stuff. But um, yeah, I listened to a lot of these growing up, and I didn't, yeah, I look at Les now, and I'm thinking, man, he's a rocking kind of guy, but he really likes some of that slow stuff too. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, going on to Journey, I uh, had Any Time from 1978. It's dating back a little bit, and I'm glad we did this list, honestly, because I didn't realize how old some of these songs were. Yeah, it took them a while to break out. They didn't really break out until, like, what, four albums in or something like that? Right. I'm like, some of these, they had a couple of breakout hits there and there, but it's just, it was hit and miss for a couple of years, or a couple of albums there at least. But uh, Stone in Love is a favorite of mine. Yeah. I didn't think I'd like it when I first started listening to it a lot. Uh, but it's on my playlist on a Spotify list I, I've got that I listen to regularly. And yeah, I think that's it's growing, their first it's growing hit. on me. I, if I remember correctly, that's their very first hit. Stone in Love? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that was their first biggest hit, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, that was 1981, I think it was. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> I don't it's know possible. I, I mean, it's maybe one of the biggest hits, uh, first biggest hits, I don't know. Wheel in the Sky keeps on turning. Got to have that in there. Winds of March. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, I don't, uh, well, I don't keep know on that around. one. Go what, ahead. Winds of March? Winds of March. Why? Well, I don't know that one. Huh. It's it's kind of it's one of the more epic type songs and what have you, but um, I don't know epic if that's the right word, but more of a storytelling type of thing. Um, again. Uh, see, uh, also from Escape in 81 is Keep On Running. And then I'm going to jump to as modern as I can get. Okay, so I was going through their playlist here, and I'm thinking I really stopped listening to them after, like, the 90s, maybe, the 80s, 90s. Okay, yeah. So well, in that range, I stopped listening. So when Steve Perry left, you st- after Steve Perry left, you still listen to him? That's what I'm getting at here, like, but... Oh. They, they went through a couple singers, if I remember correctly. Right. But they found 
a man named Arnel Pineda. I'm going to say it's Pineda. I hope I'm saying that right. Oh, wait, no, what is he? He's, he's Filipino. So yeah, that's what I thought. Right. Pineda or something like that. <laughs> Did I say a Filipino? If he's Filipino, yeah, then it would be Pena. Pena, okay. So Pena, Pena. And he is about as close as you can get to Perry's voice as I've ever heard. Yeah, I've heard it's legendary. It's awesome. And he's and on his own stuff without singing Dirty Stuff. I mean, Chain of Love is their own thing. It's it's not a Journey song per se. Not, not a Perry Journey. Not right, right. Previous it's, Journey it's song. Original it's a original content. It's a modern yeah. one, yeah. yeah. And just, I love it. I'm going to have to listen to a little more of it, but there's probably a couple other good hits out there now that I just haven't hit yet, so revisit it. And that is where I ended it. I have no uh, – I, I look at it this way. These bands are the kind of bands that are going to drag a concert out for a while. Yeah, the solos. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Noodling around, playing with the audience, stuff like that. You know, and I'm going to love every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that is his run. Uh, mine is slightly different order. I open up with Journey. Um, I start off with now. I went in order of not so much as I, you know, like sometimes I do stream of conscious or I do discography. Like I just go disc by disc and go up in time, whatever. Uh, I guess that's called an anthology. Right. Uh, this one I wanted to organize as if it was a real concert. So if Journey's coming on, they're going to come on with a big song. So any way you want it, I think it's going to be a big mm -hmm. opener and make everybody excited. Um, maybe I dropped it down a, a little bit too much on the next ones, but separate ways. I still think it's kind of epic in its sound, yes. but it's more, it's a softer song. Um, and then uh, three is Open Arms, their ballad. Um, mm -hmm. I don't like most of their ballads, but I love this one. Maybe because subconsciously I still connect it to the movie Heavy Metal. Um, but then uh, we're going to kick it back up a little bit with Stone in Love, uh, which I didn't even know they sang until I was going through the playlist. I thought it was somebody else. Um, right. And now only the young. I cannot remember what movie this is from. It's gonna bug me to no end. If you know, let me because I can't look it up on my computer since I'm recording. Only the young is from some movie and it drives me up the wall, but it's so good. Uh, and be good to yourself, I believe, is also from a movie. This is towards the very end of the Steve Perry run. Um, in fact, I think be good to yourself. One of them, I think, might actually be a Steve Perry solo song. Um, I'm terrible at notes, okay? I'm just letting you know that right now. <laughs> oh, you're good. Um, so that's Vision it. Vision Quest. Vision Quest, that's thank Vision you. Quest, only the young. Okay. Um, so Journey is my least favorite of the three, so I move on to uh, Styx uh, at number seven. I think part of it is because I just didn't grow up with Journey, and I have more nostalgia and more memories of the stuff from Styx, and it's definitely Foreigner. Um so I want to start off with one of their earlier hits. Uh, I think this is a Tommy Shaw written song. You kind of feel the difference. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Dennis Derillo or something like that, right? Uh, the Young? De Dennis DeYoung, thank you. Um, yeah. But Renegade, I think, is a hell of a way to start the concert. It's uh, got yes. that kind of, uh, that like, I want to see the lights slowly coming up when they're doing the, the harmony. Oh, mama, I'm unfearful, my love, mm -hmm. long arm of the law. Yeah! Dun, 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 you know? Yeah, and then the lights <laughs> kick in or whatever, and that's a great way to, like, greet the audience. Um, I might have done this a little bit in the incorrect order with this one. I feel like I should have saved Mr. Roboto for later, but everybody loves Mr. Roboto. Everybody. You find someone who doesn't like Mr. Roboto, uh, don't talk to them because there's something wrong with them. They're broken inside. Who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
this song plays at work and we all do the robot dance. It's go domo arigato, Mr. Roboto, domo, 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 domo. Um, this video, you know by the, the Jamie way, Kennedy voice. Huh? <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. Oh, uh, this video, I remember being one of the first like big budget videos. It's got real set pieces, mm -hmm. sci-fi elements, and I just absolutely adore it. Um, the next one is we're going on the Blue Collar Man, which I think is one that's kind of ignored mm. by uh, you know the fans. Um, it was still it was a big hit at the time, uh, but it's kind of faded away with uh, the the years or whatever. Um, how about I take a breath? <laughs> Sometimes I talk too fast for my own good. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, I talk too much for my own good. Uh, ten is <laughs> fooling yourself. Um, and then uh, I want to go into the Grand Illusion, which I think is a big, mm. epic, uh, very mm -hmm. complicated song. Another Dennis song. Um, and then Too Much Time on My Hands is the way that I want them to end it. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. so now the rest of us have got to be Foreigner. Um, they're going to they're kick it out immediately with Jukebox Hero. Uh, and I thought, I thought it'd be fun to... Uh, I, just Jukebox Hero, when I was a kid... That was everything to me, that song. In my head, he was a superhero who used rock and roll music to defeat evil. <laughs> uh, and that's how I'm they okay sing it. That. They sing it with so much passion. Like, yeah, that's exactly... Okay. <laughs> um, Hot-blooded, and then I want to uh, double pair, of course, with Cold as Ice. It seems a little obvious, but come on. It's right there right. for you. Um, right. Head Games, I think, is absolutely phenomenal. I think all these songs are great. Uh, Urgent... And then 18 is Double Vision. Um, then uh, 19, we're going to do Dirty White Boy. Um, I, I still, I'm not sure. Does it mean he's horny, like filthy, or is he just not clean? <laughs> Does he not take baths? <laughs> is is this about Pigpen from the Peanuts cartoons? <laughs> um, and number 20 Secretly is... Secretly, the ladies love him. <laughs> number 20 is uh, Lost in the Shadows, uh, another one from Lost Boys. Uh I absolutely love that song so much. Um, and then I want everybody to come on stage at once and sing the song to the good old days. Uh, it was written by Julian Lennon, but it was sung by Dennis. And mm -hmm. I had never heard this song until we started doing this. And it makes me cry. Uh, for reasons that Ron and I are going to keep personal, but also just we've hit an age where nostalgia kicks in and the years have gone by and it's just good memories and just dealing with the, the yeah. change of the change of seasons, I guess, if you want to call it. Yep. Yeah, and I think it's just an absolutely beautiful song. And that is my 20. It's a good 20. Yeah. There's definitely some on that list that I would definitely, that were all in, my, in the running. I was trying to be different. Yeah, well, I was also but, trying to be even a little bit with the bands, but it was hard for me with Foreigner because I know that band better than the other two. Yeah, it's real easy to take Foreigner and go with the more rocking ones because that would make for a more fun show. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a big 80s synth nerd. Yeah, but you're also a sap. Too, you're so you're a like bigger sap than I was. So I, I have problems with ballads because apparently I'm impulsive <laughs> and aggressive. <laughs> you got it. Um, so that, that is like a good list. So that is it for this episode. So we kind of discussed beforehand how we're going to continue the show. Uh, so the next episode is going to be the one we discussed a little while ago was uh, the top twenty singles uh, from solo Beatles. So after the Beatles broke up, we have 
you know, the four guys going off on their own. And of course, there's a lot of collaborations, so you can do that too because you know I'm going to add uh, The Girl Is Mine. I love that song that Michael Jackson and uh, Paul McCartney did together. Um, but that's going to be fun. So that'll be our next top 20. And then after that, we decide in order to keep organized because he is, I'm not. Um, we're going to try to go chronologically. So we're going to skip back a little bit to the 50s and then work our way up. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Which is rare for me, kids. Sounds groovy. My plan is, what do we do right now without actually working anything out? So it makes a bigger mess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter under Hit Rewind Podcast. And that is it for tonight. Or today. Whatever you're listening to it. I'm not going to pressure you. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen. That's all we get. That's all no we rules. Have. Just right.